All right, it's Michelle. And Sylvia. With 86 Stupid. We're going to do a little um, Zoom podcast and see how it goes. We've not done this before, so who knows what's going to happen. Different times. <laughs> Different methods. Different, yeah. We have to adapt and uh, move on, I guess. And figure it out. So we were just starting to talk about like what other servers are doing um, for other creative ways to make money outside of the industry right now. The biggest one yeah. I've seen is Instacart, to be honest with you. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people are saying they're making good money with that. But then you're out shopping. The groceries are running out. You're exposing yourself. And you're making less than on unemployment. So I don't know that I would do that. But people are doing it. So... Is that the same as shipped? Yeah, yep. Just different or, stores. Um, or Bite Squad. Right? It's the same as uh, shipped. That's. I was just reading the the news the other day that shipped people they are getting up in arms a little bit because they're they're basically demanding a little more from the company. Right. So I wonder how that's going to affect other places like Instacart or these like side gigs, I guess. Do you right. Call them? Um, which I feel like are the only thing. I mean, I have been recognizing the same shipped dude at Target <laughs> on more than one occasion. That's funny. I did hear, though, and I don't know if this is true, but I thought that they were, like, over a week out for grocery deliveries. Is I that ha- true? I have heard that. I don't know the truth in it, but I know they're out for a while. But I did hear that Gosh. either shipped or Instacart was going to go. They were going to go on strike because they wanted Shit. hazard pay or whatever. So... Yeah, they wanted, I guess there was, like, some other things, like, within their company sure. before the virus. Like, they, they're demanding, like, a different, like, wage thing um, or percentage of, you know, something. But, um, but, yeah, I also did hear that they were demanding, you know, basic coverings and, like, just things to help right, keep them right. safe when they are going to do this work. Oh, because for sure. most people don't want to go get their own groceries. They don't want to. And especially for people who are compromised, right? Um, it's a really good option. But then, like your your thing, what if you like have your whole list and you got to be on the phone texting the person because they're out of seventy percent of the things that you need? Yeah, well, I just then what? I feel like that would be so frustrating because I thought about doing it. And I'm like, no, you're putting the wear and tear on your car and the stress of not being able to find most of the stuff. Like that just sounds horrible to me. That would be so frustrating in the store. So I did shift for a little bit, like a year ago, maybe. Okay. Um, and it, there is a frustration when like something is out and right. you text the person, but then like they might not get back to you right away. Sure. So then you're like, what do I do? Like, what do I, how do I know what this person is going to want? Right. But I can't stay here and you can't just sit around. <laughs> right. Because you also get like a penalty if you don't get the stuff there on time. Right. So it means if you get all your stuff, there's a, a super long line which at the Midway Target, there always is. Oh, sure. And it's just, I thought shift was, I thought it was um, a little frustrating for me, but I can see where it works for some people a lot. I kind of felt the the anxiety of making sure I get the stuff, all of it, and if it's out, then that is a problem. Like right now, most of the stuff is going to be out. Right, exactly. So how do you shop for someone when 70% of their stuff is gone? I don't know. My best friend did... My best friend did uh, Instacart for like a summer last year and I felt the anxiety when she'd have to go and like the timer starts and then you have to go shopping and you have to get there by a certain time and then she would try to make more money and take like two orders and then not get them in time and then you're penalized and I'm like this just seems like a lot of fucking work for (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it right now in the middle of a pandemic. I'm just going to say that. No. And that, so the thing I learned about this uh, shift as well was, like, I would only, I would, I started only taking the orders that were within a certain range, a mile range right. of the store, which is what I think that some of the ship people are actually, what they're trying to bargain for or protest for is that they want a certain, like, uh, compensation for how far away the sure. deliveries are, which... I learned the hard way because I'm like, okay, this is a big delivery. I'll get a pretty decent uh, amount for it. And then since I'm not from here, I had zero <laughs> clue where the freaking house was until right. I started going there. <laughs> it was far away. Yeah. So in the time it took me to get there, like go from the parking lot of Target to their house and back, I could have actually done like an hour of shopping for someone else. Yeah. I'm like, this is stupid. Like it wasn't, it didn't end it. It did not end up being worth it for the hourly because of where I had to Oh, go. sure. I can see that. I think you so just... So I only ended up taking, like, stuff that was literally five miles away. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, I can see that. That stuff. But otherwise, yeah, I haven't seen... I mean, I've seen people doing, like, servers and stuff, um... Maybe doing, like, some craft things, but otherwise I haven't seen too many servers or bartenders doing anything else for money, just trying to figure it out, you know? So I don't know what... I don't know what that means. But. I don't know either, and it's like you know. It obviously depends uniquely on everyone's individual on their situation. You know, maybe right. if there's unemployment involved, that's enough for right now. I mean, if there's there's so many people, there's so many different kinds of people in the, in the service industry with right. different you know things going on. Like some people are just single moms with kids. Right. So we're like, what do you do then? So right. I am curious to see how that's going to go, considering. That's one of those industries that, you know, you make money because you work. Right. You only make it when you work. <laughs> you don't make any money when you work. So we're supposed to be out of work for like four weeks. Then what's supposed to happen, you know? Yeah. Is it going to be enough? It's just... Well, it's interesting. I, no I feel like I've seen that we're going to be the last industry to go back to work. So what does that mean? I believe that that's probably true, but you know what does what does that mean for us? And you brought up um, strippers, so what were you going to say about strippers? I'm curious. So you know, I like my my poll yeah. fitness, and I ended up following a bunch of different poll people online. Um, and one of the girls I follow from the same studio that I, you know, it's a dance, it's a whole studio. So it's a workout. People happen to be strippers, right? But it's just <laughs> Right. woman is she works at one of the gentlemen's clubs downtown and in, in Minneapolis she so basically through Instagram you know it's like click 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 I saw sure. the rabbit hole she's part of um a broader like group of women uh, sex workers or strippers sure that are unemployed because obviously those are clothes as well. Right. But they're starting to host like their own little strip. Somehow like they're hosting oh, their funny. own shows online. Oh. And they're just being paid with Venmo. Oh, that's and, funny. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen like stuck around to see any results, and I don't know if they're sharing, <laughs> but right. they made like a whole account. Oh, that's full funny. Of different women, I think from different cities, like you know, women who know each other in yeah. the industry. And they're just doing it for, um, like, IG, or no, they're doing it for live, like a Facebook live, oh, like an sure. Instagram live. Interesting. And right at the top, they'll pin their Venmo number. Yeah, that's funny. So, technically, I think that 
they on their account, which I don't remember the name of, they have like backup account. They have a different oh, account. Oh, funny. Which closes them because I don't know if they're technicalities. I don't know if they're completely new or they're almost new because there's, sure. there's obviously terms and policies right. for Instagram or Facebook, but that's they're funny. Creative. They're trying to figure out how to still make money right on their in their own way. Right. And. That's that. Some people are still paying. That's the thing. You have to be creative, you know? I feel like I've seen, like, the virtual tip jars where you just enter your name and, like, people come in and tip via Venmo. Same thing. Like, they have a bunch of different cities. I looked last night and it was like, okay, there's one guy from Minneapolis. Don't know the guy. But I feel like that's more kind of random. Like, okay, you're in the industry. I feel bad for you. Blah, blah, blah. This is... It seems like it would be more... You know, you're obviously, if you're still stripping or dancing, whatever, you know, it's a little bit more direct. Um, people are actually watching and you're still providing a service technically. But it's interesting how people have to improvise right now. You know, that kind of, what I thought would be cool, now that you said that, is it'd be cool if, like, restaurants just have, like, the virtual chip jars and they could divvy it up, especially if it's online and you could see. Right. You know, if you... If at the end of the week there was a thousand dollars in there because every all the patrons right who love the place love the people if all those different people were putting money into the virtual chip jar even once right it'd be cool if that company that that restaurant was like divvying it up right between their people their staff and there may be some that are doing that I just saw like this one where it's you know like different yeah different cities and stuff but that would be a great idea I mean there's still places that are making a killing on to go is obviously not as much money as they were when they were open but I've for the most part I've heard of customers being very generous because they feel bad you know and are tipping well so when they go and get the to go so I don't know I do feel like when this does Whenever it's like, there's like a swing and a lot of, I mean, it's almost like I don't believe it. Um, I know, right? But <laughs> so when life goes back to kind of normal again, I feel like uh, people are really going to celebrate and really appreciate oh, it. Yeah. They will go back out once, once there's any fear of the virus gone. I think oh, for go sure. They'll really enjoy being there and hopefully take care of their, their people, go out and take care of their restaurants. and Right. I think so. I think that's true, and I think that people are going to be, depending on how long this goes on, people are going to be so cooped up, they're going to be excited to go out. And, like, I can't wait to go see my friends, see the people at the restaurant, whatever it may be. be uproar. Yes. Yeah. An uproar of just excitement and joy. Oh, for We're sure. going to plan a trip now. <laughs> we don't know when it's going to be over. I know, right? <laughs> That's the whole problem. <laughs> But yeah, I think that, yeah, I think it'll be good. But then, of course, you know, other people have raised the question, like, then will there be a resurgence because everyone's going to flock at once? And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. I wonder if it's like we all basically closed down, like, city by city from uh, east to west. I wonder if they'll do, wait, no. Because I think that's what happened in China, where, like, things opened up there, and then now they're getting worse again. It's weird because we're so... The global, like, transportation, like, within only a, a short amount of time, even if New York right. was open first, then the, the West wasn't. Someone from New York goes over to California, and then it's like, oh, man. All over again. <laughs> so, it, that is interesting. I don't know what will happen. I think people will really take advantage, they'll go out, they'll have fun, but then the idea of, like, what's going to happen if we all congregate right. places, that would 
that's gonna be really weird. I don't know what's happening. Well, what's going on with this whole virus thing? I don't know when things are gonna be normal. Nobody like does. You said the industry is gonna be the last one to go back. Well, and I've seen people, too, say, like, okay, you know, some people think we're going to make so much money because everyone's going to be so excited, and other people are like, are they going to space tables six feet apart and this and that? I'm like, okay, you guys are thinking too much about this. Like, I don't feel like we're going to go that crazy. Like, I think I think there's things, the protocols that are in place that will probably stay in place, like the sneeze shields at the grocery store and the Target and stuff. I think those will stay, but I don't feel like we need to space tables six feet apart. No. I wonder... A, I wonder... I mean, I've got zero clue what would work or not, but, like, if yeah. they were letting patrons in without, like, just doing a buffet style, honestly. Remember Old Country Buffet? Yeah, I don't think we can do buffets anymore. I think those are gone. <laughs> I guess, but it's like, well, then it's like, well, we can do servers, but then servers are too close to you delivering your food. <laughs> right. Oh, but then at everybody's buffet. Right. I don't know. I just don't even know yet. It'll be interesting to see and it's been interesting to see, too, like, restaurants adapting. Now I see restaurants selling, like, grocery items or selling steaks that you can grill and, oh, we want to have off-sale booze and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I think Lucky's is selling, like, grill packs to go and stuff. They're one of them that are doing it. See, now that is, that is a clever entrepreneurial idea there because you can sell meals to make at home. It's, like, essentially going to the grocery store, more or less. I agree. I feel like it's in a creative way to do it but then also like Craig and I were saying like how does that help the sir like the staff though no it won't the money doesn't I mean, it might keep the restaurant open but it doesn't help yeah. anyone except for the restaurant no yeah that's that's going to be exclu- exclusive to like to just the restaurant staying open right and I wonder I wonder in some places I wonder especially about the Mendota store like right do they just own it by now because it's been so long you know? Yeah, I don't know, to be honest with you. It's going to be interesting, like, certain places saying that they might be closing. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Like, and you don't realize, like, wow. Yeah. The economy is so fragile. It is, yeah. Like, the economy has been down for, what, two months or something like that? And things are going out of business? Yeah, I think it's been a month. Because, yeah, it's been a month because my last day of work was March 15th. So it's been okay, a... Okay, so a month? So here it's been a month, yeah. And it's not funny, haha, but I talked to a guy at a, one of my favorite dive bars in uh, Richfield, and he was like, if this goes past April 1st, like, we're probably going to close. They're doing great on their to-go orders and stuff, so things look good for them now, but at the time he was like, if this goes past April 1st, we'll shut our doors. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I just feel like there's a lot of places that, I mean, I was driving through town today and I was like, I can think of five places that I'm pretty sure are going to close down. Yep. Within the next few weeks, permanently, you know, the to go. Yeah, is... Now I can't think of. Yeah, the... I mean, most of it is. Is it probably just rent? Is most of it? Rent or is a lot on like the current stock in the store, or what? I feel like rent is probably a big thing. Um, the loss of income, and then yeah, if they're insurance? still yeah insurance if they still have to pay their utilities or, you know, obviously they're not getting food orders or anything, but I don't know. It's just it's a lot. Well, I wish I had some stats here, but I'm pretty sure, like, the restaurant business in general, it's such a, it's such a low, like, return every month. Right. Like, where even if there is, a, you know, there's a profit. Right. But it's just not as much of a percentage in that industry. Oh, as for sure. As other industries, where you're making different returns every right. month. 
But the restaurant industry is, I mean, I feel like it is fragile. Right. And that's why so many, I think it's like, a, I don't remember now, but a significant amount of businesses go out, of restaurants go out of business in the first year or five years yeah. because they just can't keep up with that small, you know, the thin profit margin. Yeah, the thin profit margins. And then on the flip side of that, you see some of these restaurants that have, that are run by the corporate echelons that, you know, have their three vacation homes and all this bullshit. It's like, okay, where's the, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. And if there are any, I mean, I hope the mom and pop survive, but some of them aren't going to, sadly. No, I know. And then it just makes me think like, okay, well then maybe the people who are renting to them can just forgive them a month. And right. then you got to think about those people. Oh, yeah. You know, depending on if they're corporate or not. Like, they're also really needing that money. And, like, yeah. it's just, uh, you follow and you keep going and going and following the line. Oh, for sure. The trickle-down is amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? The trickle-down yeah. is amazing, though. They're, like we said, there's nobody that's not affected by it. I mean, everyone is somehow affected by this. And, yeah, it just, so one person doesn't pay their rent, then the next person can't pay their rent, and on and on and on. Right. Because in my, like, utopian world, I'm like, I just, maybe they just don't have to pay because the people will just be like, you don't have to. Right. But then I'm like, okay, obviously they need the money because they have their bills and they have their right. responsibilities and X, Y, and Z. The mortgage and all that. But, yeah, it's just, it's an essential part of living, obviously, for everybody <laughs> in the world. And it's interesting, like, what service, like, serving people are going to do when that it was their main source of income. Like, what do you do now? Oh, for sure. Like I said, I've talked to a lot of people that, you know, are trying to learn new skills or whatever, but then there's a lot of people that are like, I'm just going to sit home and drink every day and ride this out. And it's like, oh man, you got to learn a new skill because we're not going back to the same industry. Even when we go back to work, it's going to be so different. I know. And at the same time too, like there will probably be, I wonder if there'll be a, a surge of, new applicants like people right. lost that that other job and maybe they don't want to go back or maybe there's no space anymore i don't know right but there might be someone who's more qualified or more or just fresh. right so the idea of just like drinking away your time until you go back assuming it's there like some safety net right it's not a great idea no but for sure like, I agree. I mean, I've definitely had my days where I was like, okay, like the day after my birthday, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to drink today. Like, I don't, whatever. But I've been making sure that I don't fall into that habit because it's like, I could go down that rabbit hole too, but then what will I have accomplished? This is my time to use it wisely and do what I've wanted to do for so long. You know? Absolutely. Like, well, there's, there is that like, um, balance, um, right. day to day or even during your day, the things you're trying to get done. Sometimes Sometimes the best thing to get done is to do nothing because it's going to help you make more progress next time you sit down right. to actually do it. Recharge. Like, this past weekend, my, my kids were with their dad. Like, all Friday night, I watched like way too much Netflix. <laughs> and then all day Saturday, I got my ass to work. And yeah. I did a bunch of stuff that I really wanted to do. Yeah. And um, so like, there's a balance. Like, Either doing too much of nothing is not right. great, and then only doing too much of everything is also not great. Right. So we need to recharge you know, too. To take a balance. Right. We need to recharge and uh, regroup and stuff too. I mean, it's been like I said, I've gone through the the different phases of like the grief and the anger and the sadness, and then it's like, okay, now I'm accepting and like 
it's time to move on and you know continue working on your goals and kind of re readjust readapt adjust the sales absolutely. <laughs> absolutely that's i mean when this all does clear up whenever that whenever <laughs> right. i want to be you know ready and more prepared like for anything that i want right now oh like, for sure more of an like a chance for me right now to work on it yeah. and be ready in may or june or july or <laughs> december who knows <laughs> right <laughs> yes i actually signed up to get to do a little fitness personal training certification nice so i've got that going for me and my i'm like okay sylvia you gotta be motivated in this time to get yeah. shit done otherwise you know everything's going to be lifted and i won't have had it done right so it, there's options i mean it's going to be pretty clear either i'm going to make it work a good way, a right. way where I'm not, not going to make it work and it's not going to be good for me. So right. people who are staying at home, even if you are unemployed temporarily, you have the options. Try something you haven't tried before or, for sure. you know, even if it's just for leisure and fun. Oh, yeah. I think Michael's is still open. I think so, too, because I was looking, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, um, or cool, Joanne's isn't open, but I was like, oh, it would be fun to do, like, some masks with, like, service industry fabric, like wine glasses or whatever. But I'm like, where can I get fabric? <laughs> Probably online. And I need to oh, fix my sewing machine. But I was looking and I was like, oh, I don't know if Michael's has fabric, but you know, just, yeah, trying to adapt and you know, I don't want to coast through this. And then all of a sudden three months come by and I'm like, oh, I had this time. I could have been doing things with it and putting myself in a better situation to get out of this industry that I've wanted to leave forever. You know, like, the thought of wasting it kills me. And so I, I think that, you know, where there's like a balance of like having freedom, like having, use the time for its freedom, right. you know, but then also using the time for productivity is going to be really good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I mean, I think that I personally becoming more to this point in my life, I'm like, it's not fun doing nothing. Right. It's not fun. Right. Oh, for Even sure. On like a very like deep level. Like why does anyone... You even if you had like all the money in the world and all the opportunity in the world, right? People, you ask a lot of older people when they retire, they're like, "Well, I don't really want to just stop doing anything with my life." Right. No one wants to do nothing. Like, <laughs> right. like I'll retire from my corporate job, and maybe I'll drive a bus, or maybe I'll hold on. I don't know. Right. Like, we we have a purpose to do something. Oh, for sure. More than one thing. And, and it sucks so to not have time it. right now. Is going to be helpful for that. Oh, for right. sure. And it sucks to not feel like you have a purpose or just be like, okay, I'm just kind of floating through. Like, no, like you have to, you have to snap out of it and focus because otherwise, yeah, the time will go by. The time is still going to go by no matter what, whether we're protective or not. Exactly. You know? The time will still go by and it'll be right now in a week or in two months. And you'll be like, like where are you going to be? You right. Know? Oh, for it's sure. It's not, not just like completely random. It's... Right. Very much up to like your own choices. Oh, it's right a now, thousand percent. It sucks that like there's always the balance, and I always make a disclaimer where yeah, of course, there's a lot of people who are negatively affected by this whole situation. Right. I don't want to discount that, but there's a silver lining that we get the chance. Right. We the whole freaking world basically gets this chance, which I think is really cool on a macro scale. Right. On a micro scale, like people get the chance to do more of what they need. Right. Or figure out what they want. And I love that. Oh, yeah. Or just to even evaluate what it is you want to do. When, you know what I mean? 
I post yeah. I posted something on my Facebook page a week or so ago about that. Like if you're not figuring out this time, like make sure like something about figure out why you're uncomfortable with this time. If blah blah blah, and one of my friends went off on me like people are trying to figure out how to pay their bills. I'm like I understand that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like use this time yeah to learn a new skill to evaluate what you want like. There's things I want to keep from, you know, before the virus, and there's things that I don't want to keep. Mm-hmm. You know, just different aspects or habits or whatever it might be. Like, I don't want it to be the same when I come out of it. I want to have learned something from this, too, was kind of my point, but I got fucking my ass chewed about it. <laughs> well, that's, and that's why I am, I am actually a disclaimer queen. I know. And, you know, it's like, first of all, Nancy, don't bring up your negative <laughs> shit right now. Like, that's right. going up on your friend. Like, don't be going up on that. Like, ask me first what I really mean. Right. Especially, like, I know you. You're just going to be, like, transparent and honest. Anyway, right now, there are, like, it's great. There are some people who are literally dying, and obviously there are families who are affected by that. Right. And it's not okay. But at the same time, like, there's still, like, my time right now still counts. Like right. my time matters. Exactly. Your time matters. That person times like they're right. Like your life still matters. Right. What you want to do with it still matters. It and I don't think any single person is gonna celebrate that we get this free time because people are sick and dying. No, not at all. Like, no, I mean, <laughs> no one's gonna be like, oh, this was a great you know three month vacation. Yeah. Thanks to all like the thousands of people who were infected. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And if you are, those are the people to get crazy with. You know? Right, exactly. Well, and that's, yeah, that's the thing. We, we all have our own perspectives and our own limitations on our perspectives, too. Oh, for sure. Well, and that was the thing. I'm like, I've gone through every emotion every single day. So you don't get to talk shit to me and try to make me feel bad. For I was coming at it from like an inspirational point. Like, our conversations, like, okay, this is your chance to focus on you and maybe regroup. But that's not how everyone takes it you know it's just funny it's not and that's the thing where you know we talked a little bit about this before where you really can't like make someone see something a certain way right. and there's no point to try and make it right but i mean it's difficult when you get like a situation where you already see something from a different perspective right someone else just either they can't or they won't <laughs> they For obviously sure. don't yet. they're not there they yeah kind of <laughs> you. you're like whoa 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Like, right. That's not what I meant. I didn't, yeah. I'm not celebrating yeah. this, let me tell you, but I am going to try to use my time wisely. There's a difference, you know? It's, absolutely. Absolutely. You're not celebrating, but you're going to use your time wisely. Like, that is the silver lining. This is a shitty situation. Right. Even if it doesn't affect me or you personally, like, well, it does. It does because, yeah. Right <laughs> right. Like, it does affect you. Right. And, but, I mean, you're still making your... Like use of your time. Right. You should not. No one should feel guilty or ashamed of that. Nope. Agreed. We're all in this, and it's but it, but still we all have our own stories. Right. Oh, for sure, and our own experiences for sure. Yeah. Well, we're at about a half an hour, so I feel good about uh, ending it here. Unless you have anything else you want to add. No, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go keep using all my time. Nice. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> I get to I g- drink a little wine. <laughs> nice. So, I'm waiting to drink my wine until Jesse gets here, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, that's so exciting. I know, I'm so excited. All right, this is Michelle. 
Aunt Sylvia. Have a good one. Stay safe. <laughs>